Welcome to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. The annual Labor Day Parade is back in Hamilton. We chat with Ticats owner Bob Young about the big game. Canadian country music star Tim Hicks joins us to talk about playing the Labor Day halftime show, his new album, and his upcoming tour. And we also hear from the Box J Boys, Pigskin Pete, Rob Hitchcock, and we also talk a little sports betting. The GMH podcast starts now. This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. Hamilton is going to take center stage on this Labor Day once again. Here to join us, or here to talk about it, is uh, the president of the Hamilton and District Labor Council, Anthony Marco. Anthony, good morning. How are you today? Good, Rick. How are you? I'm good. What What does Labor Day mean to you? Uh, I mean, Labor Day has evolved for me. As, I, as I've gotten older, as I've gotten more entrenched in the labor movement, gotten more involved in my union, and gotten to be more aware of some of the worker struggles that happen not only across Hamilton but across Canada. It's, it's a day to celebrate. It's a day to reflect. It's a day to uh, take that opportunity to get together with, in our case, thousands of other workers across the city and, uh, and stand side by side with them and recognize some of the, uh, some of the pains but also some of the, uh, some of the pride that we have in a lot of what's happened over not just the past couple of years but a long history in this city. Pretty sure I know how you're going to answer this next question, but it's our Twitter poll question of the day today. Do you think labor unions are as important in 2022 as they were in the past? How would you answer that? I think they're more important because uh, we used to be in situations where you would have smaller unions who would be going up against uh, management from businesses. But uh, over the past 40 to 50 years, what you've started to see is this growth of multinational corporations and it's really, really tough for any local labor union to not only fight somebody who uh, is trying to impinge upon workers' rights at a local level, but has billions and billions of dollars to take that fight to workers across the world. And so for unions to stand side by side in solidarity, and you're seeing it at, at the retail level now, too. You're seeing uh, all of these uh, restaurants and stores and places that have never thought about unionizing before who are finally coming together and starting to think, you know what, if we're going to keep our job security, if we're going to keep our working conditions and make sure that our salaries are competitive, then the way to go is to unionize. And that's the choices that they're making now. And we're seeing this resurgence where it used to be very much an industrial kind of thing. It's coming to retail and it's coming to places where unionizing has never been seen before. It's really interesting that workers' rights issues is still an issue in this day and age. Yeah, it's not surprising. I mean, let's face it, the when when you're talking about corporations, I mean, their core core belief is that they have to maximize their profits. And on a certain level, that's understandable. They're trying to make profits, but when they're trying to make those profits on the backs of on the backs of workers and by trying to stay keep workers' salaries as cheap as possible and cheap out on things like health and safety and things like that, that's where you need a group of workers who are able to fight back and Whenever a, a group of workers gets a good collective agreement or even a good clause in a collective agreement, that helps all workers. Uh, it's not just workers within that field sometimes, but sometimes it sets, it sets an established practice and uh, it moves forward. And a lot of times what, get, what gets established in collective agreements becomes part of the law eventually. It's, it's a historical fact that you see good things that happen when they're collectively negotiated. All of a sudden, somebody realizes, why can't all workers have that? 
Anthony Marco is our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Anthony is the president of the Hamilton and District Labor Council. In a couple of minutes, we'll talk about the parade that is coming back uh, to uh, Hamilton as, as part of this day. But before we get to that, uh, we've heard rumblings of a recession on the way. Your thoughts on that and how that's going to impact the workforce? Well, I mean, obviously, we've been hearing about that for a long, long time, and there's been ebbs and flows that uh, that the economy has gone through you know, for, for hundreds of years. But ultimately, um, there is a level of security that, that needs to be had uh, with a collective agreement and with unions. So, I mean, if a recession happens, what that's the most important reason to have um, something like a collective agreement, because then you know that if people are laid off, if people have to be laid off, which is a horrible situation for any worker, any family, that at least you're going to have people who um, have had an element of seniority and an element of, uh, of history with that company um, that may have, in the case when you have somebody with lo- a lot of seniority, that may have a family, that may have a home, um, that may have put 25 years into that company, that you're, gonna, that you're going to respect that relationship. And so hopefully, uh, while we can do the best to stave off recession, one of the ways to stave off recession, to be honest with you, and I know it sounds like a cyclical argument, is to make sure that workers' wages uh, keep up with inflation, because if you don't have worker wages that keep up with inflation, then nobody's spending. And if nobody's spending, that's how you fall into a recession. And so, yes, it is a, it's, a, it's a cyclical argument when it comes to recession, but ultimately, if nobody can spend in their local economy, that's what you're going to have as a recession every time. The uh, annual Labor Day parade makes its return today. Tell us uh, what uh, we can see and, uh, and um, uh, witness today. Yeah, so I mean, we're excited this year. Obviously, we've had two years of uh, of having alternate uh, celebrations with regards to Labor Day, but this year we are back. We are having uh, our traditional parade, uh, which starts at uh, near Bayfront Park at the corner of Bay Bay North and Stewart Street. We're going to be um, walking the route up to York Boulevard, down York Boulevard, and then down James Street North, and then cutting back into Bayfront Park. Uh, and we will be having uh, a picnic back at Bayfront Park. Uh, we hope that the uh, the weather holds out for us, and uh, and you know if it's cooler, that's a bit okay because we've had some days, Labor Days, where it's been scorchers out there. We've had a couple of Labor Days where we've had rainstorms, so we hope that the weather is going to hold out for us. But in the past, right before the uh, pandemic hit, we would average about ten thousand people a year in the parade, and at least a few thousand back at the park after. And so uh, we're hoping for that again this year. We understand that a lot of people uh, are still a bit wary of, of the pandemic, but we're encouraging all of our members in the parade and all of our unions who are participating to socially distance themselves, to wear masks as they feel appropriate. And uh, we hope that they're going to do that. And we hope that we're, uh, we're going to have a great turnout and we're going to have a good time and we're going to recognize that uh, this is something that we've missed for the past few years. And I think a lot of local unions are happy to come, come together one more time and have this. It's great to have you back, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Anthony, thanks for joining us this morning, and uh, have uh, have some fun later on today. Thanks. Happy Labor Day. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Pleased to be joined by the caretaker of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Bob Young, to talk about all things Labor Day and all things Tiger Cats. Bob, good morning. Thanks for coming on once again. Hey, Rick, it is such a pleasure to uh, to be on your show on Labor Day. Uh, but your intro, by the way, I thought I'd pick on it. You said it means different things to different people. No, it doesn't. <laughs> to everyone in Hamilton, it means the same thing, which is the Labor Day Classic. Uh, it's sold out. 
but those of us who can't make it to the game will be uh, following closely on your radio show or on the uh, television, as the case may be. It's, it's certainly an exciting day in the city, and it has been an exciting time this season, maybe record-wise, not as uh, exciting for the fans. You know, they're looking at 3-8, and eight, thinking, you know, what's happened with this team? What are your thoughts on this team's performance on the field so far this season? Uh, it makes you think of, of that corny old uh, saying, which goes, if it wasn't for bad luck, we'd have no luck at all. Um, yeah, it just uh, the fact that the latest wrinkle to that, uh, Matthew Schultz, who was playing very well for us, uh, bruises a wrist and is now out for uh, five to six weeks. Um yeah, I tell you, the good news about this team is it's a very talented team. They're incredibly resilient. Uh, and it's going to be fun to see what Coach O and his coaching staff and the players come up with as a, as a method for beating the Argos this afternoon, because that's the mission. What does Ticats versus Argos on Labor Day mean to you? Oh, it just, uh, I'm a Hamiltonian. So it, it it's one of those, you're right to ask the question, but I'm, I'm sort of going, hold on, doesn't it mean the same to all of us? Which is simply, uh, it's one of those points in time, A, you're celebrating the holiday. Uh, you're, you're sort of celebrating the beginning of fall and, you know, the raking leaves and pumpkins and, and all of that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a dividing line in our in our calendar year, uh, but it, it uh, yeah, and it's fun to be associated with the Thai Cats because our Labor Day game is at least in Hamilton in our region is one of those stakes in the ground which. Hell, I'm 68 years old, and all 68 years have benefited from those Labor Day games that separate the heat of summer from the beautiful fall days we're all looking forward to. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, Bob Young, is the caretaker of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And believe it or not, next year is going to be the 20th anniversary of your purchase of this team, Bob. Reflecting on the past two decades, is there one highlight and is there one low light that you can reflect on? Uh, so first off, yeah, your point is 100% right. I cannot believe it's two decades. Yeah. It feels like, you know, two or three years. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, and by the way, I didn't purchase the team. The team is owned by its fans. I just became the caretaker of the team. I'm just trying to help the team succeed for the period of time that I'm around to help it succeed. Uh, the low light was, boy, did I have a hell of a learning curve to get <laughs> up in the sports business. Uh, we inherited a team that had been struggling financially, which impacted its play on the field. It impacted the quality of scouts and everything else we had. Uh, and it took us, and it was a, a vicious cycle because our team wasn't very good. It was hard to sell tickets because it was hard to sell tickets. It was difficult to make the team better. But we did that sequentially every year. The idiot caretaker of the club got a little bit smarter every year. 
and the, I was, and, and the key bit of getting smarter wasn't that I learned how to play football better. It's that I recognized who we needed and what their role needed to be. So you know, finding Scott Mitchell, uh, Scott in turn, finding Matt Afnick and Doug Rye and, and uh, uh, Orlando, uh, Orlando in turn, finding all of his great coaches. Uh, we've built an organization that everyone in Hamilton can be proud of uh, and that I get to go to bed at night knowing that, eh, you know, whatever the problems are, these guys are smart enough to fix them. Earlier on this year, you announced a new ownership structure with you as the chair and the largest shareholder, Stelco, Scott Mitchell, Jim Lawson, also part of the crew. How is it working so far? Uh, it's working very well. It's nice when a plan comes together. Isn't that the old A-team uh, yep. expression? Uh, but in this case, it's, it's working well um, because the goal was uh, to bring more discipline and more consistency to what we're doing. And you can build this kind of or, uh, corporate structure and end up with a bureaucracy, or you can build it and end up with really smart people who keep you disciplined and, and keep you delivering on whatever it was you committed to deliver. And we very much got the latter. We've got a, a well-functioning board with very smart people who know to keep out of our operator's way. Uh, and to be supportive of the operators, of, of the Scots and the Mats and the Orlandos, but yet to be very supportive of them, uh, to give them the resources they need to be successful. Hamilton Tiger Cats caretaker Bob Young is our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Bob, if my memory is correct, the Tim Hortons Field naming rights was a 10-year deal that started in the first season of the stadium, 2014. Are you in talks with Tim's or even another company on naming rights going forward? Yeah, that, that's another one of those that I go, no, no, that you can't be right, Rick. That can't <laughs> be 10 years. It, it was like yesterday yeah. we moved from... Uh, Ivor went to uh, Tim Hortons Field. Uh, but no, I, I have a big news break for your show. Okay. We're going to call it the Rick Zamprin Stadium. <laughs> no one will come. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is I, uh, between the, the problem is we need to sell the naming rights for a lot of dollars mm. because we need those dollars to build the Grey Cup winning teams. <laughs> And that's why we're not going to call it the Bob Young Stadium or the Rick Zamprin <laughs> Stadium, much good as idea. you or I might like that. Yeah, good idea. Speaking of the Grey Cup, it returns to Hamilton in 2023. You must be looking forward to, you know, being able to put on a much bigger show than what the pandemic allowed you to do so uh, last year. Oh, a, a much, much bigger show. So last year was kind of miraculous it was miraculous in how much we were able to do uh, and how much the city of hamilton uh, you know, just business guys and and uh, the city administration itself uh, helped us put on what turned out to be a great great cup uh, spectacle both for the fans on television but equally for everyone who came uh but it was a gray cup at 25% of, of, of what organizational delivery and uh, next year, 2023, we're going to be delivering at 110% of 
what our plans are. So it, it'll be a completely different and much, much bigger Grey Cup experience. Before we let you go, a prediction for today's game. Uh, the Cats are going to win it in a come-from-behind victory in the last minute uh, behind... Uh, the, the, let's let's be very specific. Uh, uh, Jamie Newman will toss the ball to... Uh, give me a name. Who, Steve, who is Stephen Dunbar. Talk? Let's go with that connection. Stephen Dunbar. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and, and there we go. We'll, we'll win it on the, the, in the last minute of the game. Well, sounds exciting. Can't wait for kickoff uh, this afternoon at one. Bob, appreciate the time. Best of luck, not only today, but the rest of the season as well. Uh, Rick, thank you very much. Uh, the, the season starts at Labor Day. Uh, Ralph Sazio pointed that out to us. And there's no reason we can't go on a run. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Canadian country music star Tim Hicks is going to headline today's Labor Day classic halftime show at Tim Hortons Field. And we're looking forward to it. And Tim joins us now here on Good Morning Hamilton. Tim, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you? Thanks for waking up early with us this morning. Glad to have you on the the show. My pleasure. That was the first words I've spoken today. (laughs) (laughs) The voice is working, so that's good news. How pumped are you for today's halftime show? I'm always pumped. When I I get to to play music along, you know, a professional sporting event, it's always fantastic. And, you know, we grew up Ticats fans down here in St. Catharines, so uh, it's very exciting to be a part of the Labor Day Classic, that's for sure. How much more special is it when you get to play close to home? It's more special if the Thai Cats would win, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. It, it's it's great when you get to play close to home because then you know typically we don't often play w- within a, a drive from home, so it's nice that we can have like friends and family come out and sort of uh, show off a little bit, so to speak. You know what I mean? This train usually takes us. You know, for instance, this week we're going to fly out to Vancouver and play, and then Edmonton, and then fly to Ottawa. So we're all over the map. So it's nice to play close to home. Yeah, Tim is kicking off the zero to sixty tour this Thursday. Thursday night in Vancouver. We'll also visit places like Edmonton, London, Kitchener, uh, Fredericton, Moncton, uh, really a cross-country tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. How did this halftime show opportunity come about? I, I got a text message one day. Would you let, do you want to play the halftime show at the Labor Day Classic? I just, I didn't even have to think about it. It was three giant letters that said Y-E-S, you know? <laughs> so I can't spell this early. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very exciting. It, I, I, can't, I think it came through the radio station. They were looking for someone to, to do it and they said, oh, you got to get Tim Hicks. He's He's around, <laughs> but also he's a fan. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a double whammy and it's a whole lot of fun. That's awesome. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, Tim Hicks of St. Catharines, a multi-platinum award-winning entertainer and the halftime performer of today's Labor Day Classic as the Ticats and Argos will duke it out once again. How big of a football fan are you on a, on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being, you know, an absolute diehard football fanatic? Where, where do you land? Yeah, I'm somewhere in the upper mids there. I'd say a six or a seven. I, I used to follow it a lot more than I do now, just being a father of two and you know, try and and being on the road and whatnot, focused on what I got going on at home and career. But uh, but I do enjoy you know the 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 uh, the localness of the the CFL. You know, we we grew up uh, fans of of the Tie Cats, and one of my my gigs, like one of my first gigs as an artist early on, was to perform at the Argos halftime show. Hmm. My grandfather, who's still around. He said to me, so when you play the Argos, uh, are, are they going to make you wear the jersey? 
And I said, well, yeah, Grandpa, that's part of it. You know, you go, you're a guest at the party. You got to wear the jersey that they give you. He goes, yeah, your back's going to burn, boy. (laughs) 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 Wow. So did you take a lot of heat from family members after that? Totally. Yeah, I did for a little while. Yeah. I mean, you know, all in good fun. But, uh, you know, it it, it is a little bit strange to be in the belly of the beast, you know, when you got to go and play an Argos game. But uh, I, I do love performing for the CFL. We've done it a number of times now. It's something that's uniquely Canadian. And uh, I, I love everything about it. I do want to talk about your new album in a couple of minutes. But before I get to that, entertainers, musicians really fall along the same line as athletes, pro athletes, because mm-hmm. you're traveling all the time. You're in different cities, different time zones, different countries. And you just mentioned you have a, you know, a couple of kids. How challenging is that with a family? It's it's the most challenging. <laughs> uh, and Amanda, my wife, Amanda, and I, we started to have uh, a family just as my career took off. And so that meant that I was away often, you know, and, and I, I say I get this question a lot about how do, how do you balance it out? And I, and I always say the same thing. And it's still true. Even 10 years later in this crazy ride that we're taking is sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. So sometimes I'm very good <laughs> at being able to balance out homework, life work um you know with with being on the road and whatnot but uh sometimes not so much i i need a nudge every now and again to get my nose out of my phone and uh, stop thinking about you know about uh about tim hicks the artist and get thinking about tim hicks the dad <laughs> you know so i do rely on my partner a lot for she she's really great at uh at kind of uh, nudging me along when i need to be refocused but yeah it, it is a difficult thing and it's an ongoing thing and it's something that uh that i struggle with i i think a lot of artists um, and, and athletes do as well. It's it's a difficult thing to be away from your family. Absolutely. Tim Hicks is our guest here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Tim is from St. Catharines, a multi-platinum award-winning entertainer, CCMA award winner, five-time Juno Award nominee, and is going to be launching a new tour this Thursday night in Vancouver, the Zero to Sixty Tour. And it comes as you have a new album out. Talk about yeah. Talk to Time. Talk to Time. Yeah, this is a record I've been working on for the last two and a half years in terms of writing material for it and trying to find songs for it. It. So you can imagine I'm super excited to finally just get it out there, you know, and 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 to support it with some dates as well. And, you know, anybody that's followed along with me um, sort of knows I'm, I'm sort of known for the party country thing. And, and that comes out of playing in bars for so long. My band and I, same band I've had forever. And uh, we, we played bars together for 18 years before we ever had songs on the radio. So, you know, to, to this record, I think, is a, is the most well-rounded album I've ever released uh, it runs the gamut from, you know, from some emotional moments to the typical party country thing and everything in between. So excited for fans to check it out and hope people dig it and that we can just keep this train rolling. Is there a certain focus for, for this new album? I think there there's an there's an air of uh, it's hard to put my finger on. I think this is the most emotional record that I've done. And I, I think that that's simply because. I mean, the pandemic was hard. It was hard on everybody, including myself. <clears throat> and so you, you sort of get songs that maybe lean that way. Not that they're, you know, all covid and we talk about COVID and whatnot. <laughs> it's still very much a country record, country rock record, that is, you know. And uh, But uh, it, it is different from my other albums. And I, I, I think that the theme is just wishing you could kind of slow things down a little bit, you know, as we did. We were forced to do it, you know, during the pandemic, but. I hope that we can take some of those lessons that we learned and and pay them forward in our uh, regular life as the world continues to open. 
Canadian music star Tim Hicks joining us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Tim is going to be playing the halftime show. Today's Labor Day Classic between the Ticats and the Argos. Kickoff is at 1. You can hear the game right here on 900 CHML. You mentioned COVID. It, you know, we're, we're hopefully on the brighter side of the pandemic, even though we know it's still going on. More waves mm-hmm. are going to be happening the fall and, and colder winter months. Uh, who knows what that is going to bring. But you're back on tour with the zero to 60 tour. It's got to be absolutely thrilling for you to be playing in front of live audiences. Once again, it is, it is. I mean, I I've been playing in bands since I was seven years old and I never went so long without playing in front of people. And also I'm a red blooded Leo. (laughs) I need to stand on the stage and feel the applause, you know, come on, love me, love me. Uh, No, uh, but uh, it is wonderful to, to be out there and see those smiling faces and, and just to have that uh, that shared experience with an audience once again, you know, I I kind of bailed on the online thing early on. I did it a bunch of times, and I did it when I was asked to do it. Absolutely, but I was I was less inspired as as the uh, lockdowns uh, you know roared on <laughs> to uh, hop on my iPhone and sing songs into the Ethernet. You know, yes. <laughs> so, how, how did you, you keep know, busy? I, I, I was a stay at home dad. My wife's a public health nurse. And so she was very busy and still is. Um, and uh, I, I was I came literally came home from my world tour <laughs> and was, you know, was like, dude, you got to figure it out. I'm busy for the next 16 hours, you know, <laughs> trying to save the world. And uh, the kids are hungry and we need groceries and uh, the house needs to be cleaned. So I learned very quickly how to be uh, how to be a stay at home dad and, and how to be on top of the things at home. And, and I think I'm a better partner and a better father for it, you know. That's awesome. You're also playing the Budweiser stage with John Fogarty, yes. September 18th. Pinch me. Holy jeez. Yeah. That's, that's going to be wild. You know, that was one that was sort of like, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. You can imagine, you know, getting an opening slot for for an icon like John Fogarty. It takes a lot of red tape, you know, <laughs> to, to, to land on that. But what's super exciting about it, and I've been talking about this, is, is my stepfather, who's a drummer. Um, his favorite band in the whole world is CCR. And when I called my parents to tell them, okay, it's on September 18th, Budweiser stage, me, John Fogarty, I could hear him shed a tear of joy on the <laughs> telephone. You know, it was a, it was a really nice moment. And my folks would be there that night and my wife and kids, and it'll be fun. That should be a great show. So mm-hmm. will today's Labor Day Classic halftime show starring Tim Hicks of St. Catharines. All the details regarding Talk to Time, the new album, the Zero to Sixty Tour, which kicks off Thursday night in Vancouver. You can find online timhicksmusic.com. Tim, thanks for the time. Best of luck today and going forward with the tour as well. Awesome. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it. We'll see you sometime real soon, I imagine. You got it. Tim Hicks of St. Catharines, a multi-platinum award-winning entertainer, is going to be playing the halftime show at Tim Hortons Field this afternoon. Should be a barn burner of a show. And weather-wise, if you're heading out to the game, it's going to be cloudy pretty much throughout the day. We might, if we're lucky, get some sun peeking out here and there. But for the most part, it's going to be mostly cloudy. We'll have some drizzle and off and on showers this morning. Fingers crossed it is gone by the time kickoff happens at 1 this afternoon. The high today, 20. It'll feel like 25 with the humidity. It's 15 as you step out the door right now. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. As for today's game... It is Ticats, it is Argos, and we know that it is a legendary rivalry, the most fierce rivalry in the Canadian Football League. And a big part of this rivalry and why it is so fierce is the response of the fans and how the fans get so 
entrenched in every win and every loss. And with that, it's it's all the hype before the game, too. And I'm talking about tailgating. There's nothing like tailgating before, especially the Labor Day Classic, with the iconic Box J Boys. And if you ever had a chance, you know you've loved the party. If you haven't, well, what are you waiting for? David Cece is the co-founder of the Box J Boys and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. David, good morning. How are you? Morning, Rick. Pretty good. Long time no chat. Thanks for waking up early with us this morning. Oh, no problem. The guys are already waiting for them to open the <laughs> gates up at Lottie. <laughs> What's the plan today? Well, there a bunch of them are already down there waiting for the gates. Unfortunately, the cats don't open up as early as we'd like, especially on a 1, uh, 1 p.m. start. So um, yeah, we usually have a band. Uh, Labor Day, really do it up big. But now that the tailgating has become so large, everybody brings their own entertainment like we all have our own sound systems and uh yeah it's just one giant party now it's incredible how much it's grown if someone's never been to a tailgate whether it's you know around where you guys are stations or around any of the lots uh, around the stadium what are they missing well i actually had a co-worker talk to me last week and he's a buffalo bills fan so you know, the Bills Mafia can look at uh, the cats and and what we do at Lottie and, and the Tiger Cat fans. And it's been a, a big party, uh, a big social event. Um, it's not just the game. It's it's everyone coming out, getting together, having a good time. Um, and it's really big. It's grown over the years. And even though we're losing our real estate to do this, uh, that Lottie is jammed. And from a, coming from a Bills Mafia person, he says it's actually better than Bills Mafia. Everybody's not just getting hammered. Like, you know, people, you know, are doing things, playing games, uh, you know, listening to music, going around, visiting different uh, tailgates. Uh, it's really social aspect. The beauty of it, the players come and visit before the game. That is the difference between the CFL and the NFL. It's really intimate. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Not only is it you know very interactive with fans and players on this side of the border, but this is an opportunity for fans to you know grow that camaraderie, talk about you know the wins and the losses, maybe shed a tear and a beer or two, uh, especially this season. This season. Y- your, your thoughts on this season. What What's the one thing that you would like to see this team do going forward? You know, football is a simple game, but complex. Uh, you know, you, you play all three phases, great. Um, you're, you're good. But when you when you get turnovers and, and penalties, that's against yourselves. That that's not even to deal with, you know, the athletic ability of the players. That's that's all psyche, and the guys got to get it together and come together as a unit at one time, and that, that hasn't been happening. Well, it could happen today, and more often than not, it has happened on Labor Day, which always makes it a much more special event. David Cece is our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, one of the co-founders of the Box J Boys. So what does your gut tell you today? What's your prediction for today's game? Like we always say every year, it doesn't matter. Uh, the teams, the, the records, the, the players, it's it, who brings it on Labor Day. And fortunately, you know, out of 50 of them, Hamilton's taken 36. So we have the home field advantage all the time. Uh, so I, I think they can squeak this out. They just have to run the ball more. 
I, I have that same feeling. My gut is telling me the Ticats somehow win this game. I know Jamie, Jamie Newman's going to make his first ever CFL start, but it's Labor Day. It's Tim Hortons Field. The Ticats have never lost on Labor Day in this stadium. There's something about this day in this game that the, the Cats just come to play. Absolutely. We've won, what, seven since the stadium has been built. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one record that they can, you know, maintain today if they if they get through winning it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and David and his crew, the Box J Boys, will be leading the charge from the stands and from the tailgate area in Lot E as well. David, appreciate the time. Have a lot of fun today. Absolutely. Go Cats, go. Oski Wee David, David Cece, co-founder of Box J Boys. He'll be there and hope to see you there as well. We know that the game is sold out, has been so for a few days. This is the biggest game of the year. Throw the records out the window. Labor Day in Hamilton is always the biggest game of the year. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Fans certainly going to be amped up for today's Labor Day game between the Ticats and the Argos. And a big part of that pumping up the crowd is done by our next guest. Pigskin Pete joins us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Pigskin, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. How pumped are you for this game? I am super pumped. It's, you know, it's the day everyone circles on uh, on their calendars. So I've been looking forward to this all year. We know how players get ready for the Labor Day game. We know how a lot of fans get ready for this game. How does Pigskin Pete prepare for the Labor Day Classic? <laughs> uh, it's because it's so early this year. There's not a lot of time for me to prepare it. I got this going on and then I just got to get, uh, you know, get showered and shaved. And then I always like to, when it's nice weather, take my bicycle down to the game. And it's always good. Um, you know, people see I'll, I'll wear the jersey down and people always see the jersey and honk and I'll stop by a couple of places uh getting the tailgate going and they're always happy to see me so i like feeding off that energy before i get to the stadium and then when i get to the stadium i you know i like i'll go around and i'll see all the fans before pregame get them hyped up make sure they're all in the zone ready to go and you know they get me pumped up i think more than i get them pumped up sometimes and definitely before the game that that gets me going for sure does labor day feel different for you um I, I I mentioned the other day that I've been going to this game for so long. I don't know what people do if they don't go to this game. You know, I just turned forty this year, and I'm like, I think pretty much every Labor Day has been sent has been spent at the stadium. So um, I mean, it's it's always different on Labor Day. Like it's 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 the Argos. I mean, we played them at home before, but it's just not the same. It's you know, it, it it's this game matters more than everything else that we do in the year, not in terms of standings, but in terms of pride, a big win on, on Labor Day does things for the city that, you know, that can't be done during the rest of the season. So yeah, it, it, it feels like every other Labor Day, but every Labor Day feels extra special. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Pigskin Peters, our guest here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. As we get ready for today's Labor Day Classic between the Tiger Cats and the Argonauts. Pre-game show here on 900 CHML on the Tiger Cats Audio Network begins at noon. Kickoff is at 1. And, of course, 30 minutes after the game, tune in to 900 CHML and CHML's Facebook page for the fifth quarter what does Labor Day mean to you? You mentioned you've gone to pretty much every Labor Day game in your lifetime. What 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 does it mean to you? Uh, I mean, I kind of mentioned that it's kind of like it, it it 
it's the time that the whole city comes together and you know i'll i'll i i've been going to games for so long and i've lived near the stadium that i spent a lot of my time at the t- at the game interacting with people that i've seen throughout my life it's a big coming together for this city and you know tickets go for this game faster than any other thing and it's already sold out and getting getting all those people together it kind of galvanizes the entire city it you know it's the it's this second half of the season we're all struggling to get into the playoffs this year and it, it really cements the team the city's support for the team so it means a lot to me and it means a lot to the i know the players on the field definitely feed off the energy of the, the fans in the stands for sure with all the labor day classics you've been to is there one game or one moment that sticks out to you as a highlight honestly they're all kind of a blur <laughs> <laughs> it just gets lost in 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 the sound i mean Certainly, my first as Pigskin Pete in in 2019 was a uh, a big deal for me. I I met um, Paul Weiler's uh, son. Uh, so Paul Weiler was, you know, when everyone says the original Pigskin Pete, that's not usually how they're referring to. Paul Weiler was Pigskin Pete for 30 years. Uh, so I had met his son beforehand, and he loaned me his father's jersey uh, to wear to the game. So that was a really really special thing for me. Uh, so. You know uh, that 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 was special for me because it was my first year being Pigs and Pete. I got to wear, you know, the jersey of, of a, a legend in the city. So that one definitely stands out for me on a personal level. In terms of the game quality, you know, anytime we get a huge win, that that's great. I you know, I like the I like the any win is good. But you know, if we can get a big win by like twenty points on a on the Argos <laughs> on Labor Day, that always makes me feel good because it's just a party. No one's ever, you know, it, everyone's having a good time. There's nothing to worry about on the field. We're, we're where we should be ahead. And hopefully we can get that kind of stuff done today. What is your gut telling you uh, in terms of what's going to happen today? It's going to be, it's going to be a challenge, right? We got, um, we got some new faces in there. We got, um, our offense needs to, to really find a way to support um, Jamie today and, 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 and pull together for him that I know that's the Argos saying I shouldn't use that, but um, we need, we need to, to work together to support him. I think we've got the right pieces in place around him. And I mean, our defense has been lights out for most of the season, especially stopping the run. So, you know, if we can rely on that defense and, and just put up numbers on offense, I think we can get it done, but you know, the atmosphere at Labor Day, it's a 13th man on the field and it, it really can't be simulated. So if we start out strong, uh, you know, that's been our thing. If we start out strong, I think we can kind of roll through the rest of the game because if we come out flat, it's going to be harder to get, even though there's, you know, 20 some thousand people in the stand, it's going to be harder to get them in the game. But once we get points on the board, the, the fans will really start propelling this team and it, that, that goes a real long way in terms of us winning today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Pigskin Pete, thanks for the time today. Good luck today. Thank you very much. Oski Wee Wee. You got it as well. Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa, Ticats, Argos today at Tim Hortons Field. Kickoff is at 1. Pre-game show begins at noon. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Our next guest has played in a few of these Labor Day classics and has played a big part in them. Former Tiger Cats safety and Ticats alumnus of distinction today at Tim Hortons Field, Rob Hitchcock. Rob, welcome to Good Morning Hamilton. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent, thanks. I'm excellent. Why getting does ready for the getting ready for the big one today? Yeah. Why does this game mean so much to the city of Hamilton? Well, 
you know, it's just the rivalry. You've got uh, you've got Hamilton and Toronto. It's such a huge rivalry. When, remember when we were playing back many moons ago now, it was just such a, you know, the mid-season, you know, kind of push for the playoffs now, and, and you're kind of looking at the standings. I know when we used to do that as well, when we were playing well, it was great. When we weren't, we still knew that we had, you know, half the season left to try to push and, and, and make that uh, make that final playoff spot. But it's just, a, I mean, it's just a great day. There's people already probably down there right now in Hamilton having a few beers, getting ready for the game. So it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a real fun day. You suited up for the Ticats from 95 to 06. The first Labor Day Classic uh, in 95 was uh, against the Baltimore Stallions. It wasn't against the Argos. I do remember that. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> the The game didn't go our way either. It was 41-14 for Baltimore, which was a powerhouse, as we know, back in the day. Do, do you have a Labor Day Classic highlight and a low light? You know what? It's been so long, Rick. I, have no, <laughs> I can't remember. There, every game was a, you know, a, a blur, it seems like, right now. But, um, you know, there's just the, every single time we played, every single year, it just brought something different, whether you're playing against Flutie or you're playing against uh, Damon Allen, um, played against some phenomenal teams in Toronto, and we had some amazing teams as well. And it was just uh, one of those things where I don't think I can pinpoint one. Um, you know, I remember we had some bad weather on some, and we had some great weather. And, you know, today doesn't look very good. It looks a little gloomy out here in Niagara, but I'm not sure what it is in Hamilton, but I'll, I'll be there in the next hour and a bit, so we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's gray and drizzly here, although in the afternoon it's supposed to be just cloudy and about 20 degrees, which actually is, is not too bad. You are, a, uh, along with Mike Morielli today at Tim Hortons Field, a Ticats alumnus of distinction. You're going to be honored and uh, cheered on uh, at Tim Hortons Field. What does that distinction mean to you? Well, it's it's a it's a great honor to be recognized, you know, from the from the club and and both I'm speaking for both Mike and I. We've we've gone through a lot together in our careers, and um, you know, to have this honor today, it's um, pretty pretty happy and pretty stoked about getting the opportunity to run the team out. Um, you know, I hope I don't trip on the turf and fall. That's, that's <laughs> one of my things I don't want to do. But um, you know, just to get them going like I used to when I played on defense, you know, get my arms going. I don't know if I can lift my shoulders up over my head anymore, but. Well, uh, it's it's a great day for for Mike and I just to be recognized again, and you know to get out there on the field and feel those those butterflies because I still do when I'm at the games. You know, I've been out of the game for 15, 17 years now, and I still go to games. And I feel that those those little butterflies right before kickoff, and I think they'll always stay with me. But I'm real happy that we're we're, we're honored and, and ready to go today, and then cheer this team on and, and get the crowd going. We got uh, 30 seconds. Uh, what does your gut tell you today? Who wins? Uh, how do they do? Well, they've been some real tight games they played against Toronto. I think they know each other. They played them the last, you know, they played them three or four times in the last five weeks. So, um, I, you know, get the ball, get the ball moving on the ground. If the weather's not going to be, you know, the greatest weather today, I think it's if they get the ball and, and stop turning the ball over, um, and you know, finish drives in the red zone. I think are, are, are a couple of big things that they have to do in order to win this one because Toronto's gunning for Ottawa. I think just won the other day. I think so. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a tight battle coming in. Should be good. Rob, enjoy the game. Congratulations, and uh, we'll check you out later. Thanks, Rick. Take care. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML.
Today's Labor Day Classic between the Ticats and Argos is, as we know, steeped in tradition. For fans who've been to dozens of them, or maybe just one, they know all about tailgating, Oski wee-wees, and a few mentions of Argos suck. Another big part of the game, really any game in any sport, is the wagering. And over the last number of months, we've seen sports betting take off with the legalization and implementation of single-game betting here in Ontario. Here to chat about it is Brad Senecal. He's a sports analyst with OLG and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Brad, how are you? I'm doing very well, Rick. Yourself? I'm good. Uh, Before we get to today's showdown between the Ticats and Argos, how has single game betting changed the sports wagering landscape in this country? Well, it's changed a little lot. I mean, I can only really speak from uh, OLG's experience itself um, and really no pun intended. Single event wagering has been a literal game changer um, for us at OLG. You know, it's, it's really reshaped very foundation uh the pro line of the pro line brand and what it's been built upon it allows us to really compete head-to-head with other major books uh the change was something we've been looking forward to for a very long time uh you know the parlay based system was very limiting in terms of what customers could wager on and when so for example of that you know a customer who wanted to wager on the winner of the super bowl uh, was forced to parlay their selection with at least two other unrelated events so we couldn't even offer the point spread as there was no other NFL game on the schedule to parlay it with. And with that said, um, we like that it gives players the freedom to choose to play how they want, how they want to. And although the majority of our digital business is now compromised largely of single event wagers, a large number of our retail customers still choose to play the parlays when they're going into, into the shop to make their bets. That's pretty cool. Anyone who jumps online at prolineplus.olg.ca is going to notice that you can bet on a variety of CFL uh, games uh, in terms of whether it's you know against the spread, uh, the money line, the over-under point total. And there's also a futures category there in which you can bet on things like which team's going to win the Great Cup. And you know, I was rolling around the website earlier this morning and I found that the Ticats have uh, amongst the worst odds to win the Great Cup. They're about a third from the bottom. Unsurprisingly, the league-leading Blue Bombers have the best odds. How often do those futures odds change? Is that a week-to-week change or week-to-week tweak? Uh, even like even more than just week-to-week, it's very it's very reactive to how things are going around in the league itself. So, if say somebody uh, were to say one of the players were to receive an injury, you know, from their team, as we saw BC's quarterback a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, you know, he. Um, he had suffered, unfortunately, the injury there. You know, their odds you know, took a little bit of a hit, too. Um, so it's very reactive to what's going on in the landscape. And, you know, really anything like like that will change uh, change the direction of uh, what we're offering and what, what the odds look like for uh, the payouts and the winners. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML is Brad Senecal. He's a sports analyst at OLG. You can check out uh, everything that they have to offer online at prolineplus.olg.ca. The NFL season kicks off Thursday when the Buffalo Bills visit the defending champion LA Rams. It's the Bills, though, who are the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl on February 12th in Arizona. How much action are you seeing on NFL futures and, uh, more specifically, week one games coming up? So the NFL, obviously, you know, as you, as pretty much anybody, whether American or us here in Canada, as soon as you're starting to get towards the, towards the end of the summer, obviously the big thing that you're looking forward to is the NFL season. So, and that's no different for us too. Um, we've been looking forward to this for a long time and you know, we've been seeing the action so far 
uh, pretty well, you know, and a high percent is um, high percent on the Super Bowl has been faced towards the Bills as well. Obviously, with them not only having the best odds, but sort of becoming uh, Canada's adopted team for sure. Um, so we're we've been getting a lot of action on it. You know, we're looking to see how it continues moving forward, and uh, it's been uh, you know it's a very exciting time for us as well. Yeah, I know a lot of fans in this uh, neck of the woods, that is for sure, who are Bills fans are hyped to see that dream finally become a reality. The uh, MLB playoffs are also on the horizon as well. And the Blue Jays are, uh, as everyone knows, who follows the team in the playoff hunt. Uh, Toronto is the third best odds behind the Yankees and Astros to win the AL pennant. As we draw closer to the baseball playoffs, are we going to anticipate more and more people hopping in and placing some bets there? I would say so, um, especially the way uh, our player props work. You know, at, uh, on the on the day-to-day basis, we offer player props for the Blue Jays. But as we get into the playoffs, hopefully the Jays are able to make a deep run. But even if they're not, we'll still be offering player props for for more of the games and for other teams and stuff like that too. So player props, obviously, you know, you can bet on. Uh, you know, Vladdy Guerrero hitting a home run, Bo Bichette, uh, how many RBIs he's going to be getting. So when it involves all of that, it'll give uh, it gives our customers more of an opportunity uh, to bet on um, other to bet on other areas as well as bet on other teams. As I mentioned, potentially if the Blue Jays come out, uh, we'd also have the Blue Jays do sitting at the six best odds as well to win outright at the for the World Series this year. So mm-hmm. we definitely be getting a lot of action on that as well. That would be sweet. Uh, one last question for Brad Senecal, sports analyst at OLG. By the way, if you want to bet on today's Ticats Argos Labor Day Classic, head online to prolineplus.olg.ca. People can go to prolineplus.olg.ca and bet on who is going to win the U.S. presidential election in 2024. It's in the novelty section. And right now, Ron DeSantis is the favorite. Donald Trump, the former president, is number two. The current president, Joe Biden, is third. But I, I love that Michelle Obama and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have better odds than Ted Cruz, who is currently in politics. That made my day. How, how, uh, how fun is it to offer this category as well? Well, so that's one of the things, and politics is a big way of going by. You never know what's going to happen, right? Um, so it's it's really neat. You know, what? it's uh, with the the new launch of our ProLine Plus app and you know, the continued developments on betting and things like that. Just being able to do things like um, uh, not only like the U.S. presidential election, but other novelty things like some of the award shows coming up and things like that. You know, it's all new for us, but it's a really it's a really fun opportunity to hopefully get uh, other people that maybe, maybe they're not sports fans, but this is something that they're interested in. They find that there's an opportunity that they'll be able to make, make a couple dollars on it. So um, it's really fun to be able to uh, offer things like this as well. That's what we want to stress to have some fun, please play responsibly, know your limits and uh, prolineplus.olg.ca is the place to go to um, participate in your sports wagering. Brad, really appreciate the time today. Best of luck on the betting scene going forward. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com. The Good Morning Hamilton podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.